This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating their way through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Let's play. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Foreplay Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. At the time that we're recording this, it is the beginning-ish of December. Christmas time is here. Christmas is coming up. It's coming up so fast. I'm so excited for Christmas. We're going back a little bit earlier this year to family or to uh, back home so we can visit family. And my youngest brother is graduating college. So that'll be fun to celebrate that with him. And we're watching all the Christmas movies. Every single day we're watching a few Christmas movies, Uh doing all the Christmas stuff. Yeah, it's it's really nice. I'm so excited. Then we're going to be home for like 11 or 12 days with our family. So it's been forever since we got to go home for that long. So I'm just so excited to get to spend Christmas with our families and, I don't know, just see everybody. It's just going to be so, so nice. And in February is Temptations Cruise! We're so yeah. excited! So we just went on Bliss in November, got addicted, basically. <laughs> and then the day that we flew back home, we booked Temptation Cruise. And that's on February 14th through the 19th, mm-hmm. 2022. We are literally so excited. I thought that I wouldn't have been more excited after Bliss Cruise, but I am even more excited for this cruise. We hear that it's a more younger, partier, partier? Part, party, party, party vibe, <laughs> yeah. and it's shorter. So it's only five days, and a beverage package is included. Everything is included. It's on a celebrity cruise ship, mm-hmm. and it's less people than Bliss Cruise, which I think is going to be a good thing because yeah. the one that we just went on on Oasis of the Seas was a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> which was a good thing, but also a bad thing because it was hard to find people, the same people, and hard yeah. to make friends, I feel like. I am so excited, like stupidly excited to go. Let's get to the questions for today. Today is a Q&A and we have some really good questions. This first question we actually found on the Swinger subreddit. And they asked, me and the wife are considering swinging. She's unsure about it because I have premature ejaculation. Does anyone have any experiences of men with premature issues within the swinging community? I think this is a really good question. I, we haven't answered anything even similar to this at all ever. And that's why we really like this question. The first thing is, I don't think that you need to stay away from the lifestyle because of something like that. I think that lifestyle is very accepting of of everybody, no matter what it is, because there's people that don't play whatsoever, and people love you in the lifestyle, and that's awesome. So I think that you definitely shouldn't stay away from it, but I think there's also a lot of kind of workarounds with if you are a person that does like have premature ejaculation problems, there's a lot of kind of workarounds to, I think, make those experiences better. I think the first big one that I think of is just the fact that there's so much more that goes into it than just coming when it comes to a lifestyle experience. And if you do come early or whatever it is, it's not like you don't have the ability to keep playing, to keep going. You may not be able to come again or whatever it is, but you can still pleasure other people. And I think that's a huge part of what is fun about the lifestyle is not just having pleasure yourself, but being able to also pleasure other people. 
Yeah, you can use your fingers, you can use your mouth, you can use toys. It doesn't have to be intercourse all the time. Mm -hmm. I definitely think another thing that comes with it is I know that now I had a time in the past where I hadn't came for like several, several days before we had a lifestyle experience. And I came really early that time. And so now if we're ever going to, you know, a lifestyle party or whatever it is, even if we have no clue what's going to happen, I try to make sure that I personally come like at least like, you know, maybe the day of or the day before. And then that way you don't have quite as much built up. I don't know what that word is, anticipation or whatever. And I think that makes it you not come quite as fast sometimes. So I think that's definitely something else that you should be doing if you do have an issue with kind of coming early. Maybe try to come earlier that day and then that way you don't come too quickly later because you already came earlier in the day. So I think that could definitely be something that could help with that too. And seeing it sounds like they're newer into the lifestyle and with play, Typically, I mean, like 99% of the time, unless you talk about it before, there's condoms used. Mm -hmm. And you've said before, using condoms makes you last longer Mm because it doesn't, you don't feel it as much with the condom because you have that protection there. Definitely. You do lose a little bit of that like tactile feel whenever you have a layer in between your penis and the vagina. (laughs) So I know that it definitely, it helps me last longer so I love, I mean, just for the safety reason, then also I like being able to last longer in lifestyle situations. So I think that if you've never played with a condom on or it's been a really long time, because I know before we got in the lifestyle, I had been a long time since I used a condom, they definitely help you not come as quickly. So that's something that you also kind of have to keep in consideration that hopefully will help you not come quite as fast. But like I said, if you're if you feel like you're gonna come, then then stop the person and say, hey. I've done that with people before. Like mm-hmm. we've been having such. I'm like, oh hey, I'm gonna come. Like, hold, on, let me stop for a second, and you know, we do something else for a while, and then go back to it, and then you get that kind of little break, and then you can go for a longer period of time. So I think definitely there's a lot of kind of workarounds. There is different sort of. I don't know if it's like a medication or what, but I know it's there's like a lube almost. It's a exterior thing that you. There's put also on. pills you can take. Oh okay. We don't know much about those, so I don't want to speak too much on them. But I know that there is different products out there that are built for helping men to last longer. Like I can't speak too much about it, but that is something you can at least look into if that's an issue that you have that can hopefully help with it as well. I don't know if you drink, but drinking alcohol also extends it, I feel, Mm -hmm. from what I've heard. (laughs) Yeah, it definitely. I mean, the whole whiskey dick thing is clearly a real thing because if you drink too much, sometimes you can't even get hard or you can't come at all. I feel like sometimes if you had like a drink or two, it does make you last a little bit longer. So if you do drink, I mean, having like a drink or two, I think can definitely also help extend that ability to last a little bit longer. So I said there's tons and tons of workarounds for it. I think you just have to figure out what works for you. And I think the biggest thing is just remembering it's not all about getting that pleasure for yourself. It's about pleasuring others, about the whole experience as a whole. And so I said, if you happen to come early, then just keep playing and still have fun and pleasure the other people around you and, and, and watch and just enjoy it. And so just remember that and just, just know that everyone's going to accept you anyway. And 
it's a really good community for that. Our second question comes from an email. It's from A&R. My wife and I had our first playful experience with some close friends recently. From the conversations we've had, she seems to enjoy the idea of playing, but is still struggling with some jealousy. We both agreed that our first experiences were a positive thing for us, but I'm nervous to push too fast. Any suggestions on what to do if she's not into it as much as I might be? I think that not rushing anything is the most important thing. Making sure that you're supporting her and having patience and just giving her time. And I feel like if it's one person that might not be into it as much, that person who not necessarily not into it, but the person who doesn't quite know for sure, that person needs to be the one who takes the reins. I know there's been times where I didn't want to do anything at a swingers club. Like we, and we just want to go just to have fun with each other. Mm-hmm. That was the main, it should always be the main thing, but I didn't, I didn't go into it thinking, Hey, I want to have sex with other people tonight. It was more of, I, I want to be in the atmosphere and everything, but I don't really want to do things with other people. And so that night it was more up to me what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it ends up being, I do end up wanting to do stuff with other people, but I feel like that person, since I was the one who didn't know for sure, I should have been the one to let Jace know, Hey, like I, I do want to do this or I don't want to do this. So I think just make sure you're not rushing anything. Cause that, I think that's the worst thing you could do is trying to push too far, push too hard, and then it possibly making your partner not interested in it at all. That could cause her to think, well, if he's pushing this so much, like maybe he wants to do other people more than he wants me. And I think that that can be detrimental. Yeah, I definitely think that it can come off. I don't. I think that it could come off the wrong way very easily. Mm-hmm. I think that not being pushy, but being kind of like, Hey, I really want this to happen. I think that even if you're coming from a really good place, the person that maybe is a little bit more hesitant can definitely take that the wrong way very quickly, even that's, if that's not your intention. And so I do think like what Bella said of taking it slow, letting the person kind of figure it out like and let them lead those conversations. I don't think it's bad to talk about the past experience like, hey, you know, these are the things we enjoyed. And like you said, you've in, you've talked about it together and clearly you're already on the right path. If you've said you've talked about the past experiences, and you'd enjoyed them together. I think that those are all like great conversations and hopefully things will continue to move in that more open direction if you've already had those conversations. But I definitely think being really pushy is the worst thing you could do because I do think it'll make the person feel pressured And I think when you feel pressured, you're either going to make a rash decision that's not what you want to do, or you're going to feel like spiteful about something. So I just think not being pressured at all is the best thing. It also, the way that I take the question, it seems kind of like you've had some experiences in the past and you're talking about maybe having more experiences again. I think that a good next step is maybe go to like a lifestyle club and talk like we said earlier sometimes bella will say like hey i'm really not in the mood to do anything tonight let's just go and have fun and sometimes we go in with the mindset of like hey if we were to find someone like that sounds really fun to us and i think going in with that first mindset of like hey we don't want to do anything with any anybody we want to enjoy each other's company have fun and just be in a sexy environment i think that that's something that could be really helpful because you could go in see other people you could talk to other people get some advice from people see what other people like and just how other people kind of flow. And then also it's just fun to be in a sexy environment. And so if you're in that sexy environment, then maybe that leads to more conversations later of things moving forward, or maybe, Hey, we do need to take it slow for a while because I'm not quite ready for this. But going into a club like that, you have no pressure to ever do anything. 
And so you can just be in that environment and kind of see how things move. And so hopefully it opens some doors. And if not, then you know that and you still just take your time and just have fun and enjoy the relationship that you have. I feel like a club is a really good way to do that rather than a house party because it's a bigger and that way you don't have to go talk to other people if you don't want to and it can just be you two and it can just be something that you both share and that kind of experience with yourself or if even if you wanted to play just you two alone like but mm-hmm. still in that environment I think that could help possibly move things in a different direction too 100% so definitely just take it easy take it slow communicate and don't put pressure ever on your partner. Just let, let it kind of, you have to have patience. Mm -hmm, This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. Have you guys ever been hanging out with your friends and you're like, Hmm, what should we do now? How do we kind of move this along? Well, we have the perfect game for you. It is foreplay.com slash games. Go check out all of our games. It's the perfect swinger icebreaker game. We have a ton of different ones on there. We have sexy charades, sexy Pictionary. And then of course our main one and the red pack. It is going to get things started. Foreplay.com slash games. And now that you're hanging out with your friends and you want to be looking like the sexiest swingers on the block, you know where to go. Foreplay.com slash shop. We have the cutest swinger lifestyle merch, apparel, stuff with upside down pineapples, cum rags. Necklaces. Everything. (laughs) You name it. We got it. So go to foreplay.com slash shop to see anything for your swing apparel needs. The last thing is if you are new to a lifestyle, we did make a course. It comes with a game and the course just talks about all of the hiccups and hurdles and things that we went through in our first seven years of the lifestyle. We really wanted a resource that would help people to kind of hopefully move things along easier and smoother and just make the process of coming into lifestyle, which is a lot a little bit easier. If you want more information about that, go to foreplay.com slash learn. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com slash learn. Now back to the show. Our last question is also from an email and it is from CNK. When I have sex with my husband, I tend to squirt a lot, almost an embarrassing amount a lot. It's discouraging me from getting into the lifestyle because I don't know if it's something I should bring up. Is this something that grosses people out? Do I just tell them before? Any advice would be appreciated. I have never in our experience had anybody complain about squirting. I think a lot of women in the lifestyle actually strive to squirt and want to squirt. Um, We have this shirt that says, squirting is my superpower on our shop at foreplay.com slash shop and it's one of our actually best sellers and so you definitely do not need to be discouraged because you do squirt and I think that it's something that people find very very sexy one thing I will say about it is we've definitely played with girls that did squirt before I know some of them were almost seemed like a little bit more self-conscious about it and then they told us and then once they did and you were like oh that's fine I feel like they really embraced it and were fine with it and love it about themselves but I think that saying something I think it's a good thing I think that letting somebody know like oh I do squirt I think most of the people are going to find it attractive and enjoy it and I don't think it's something you need to be embarrassed about but it is I think it could be like a surprise if you weren't expecting it so I think saying it it's probably just going to make people like excited and have like fun. I also know we've had girls that say like, "Hey, I squirt. Is there any way you guys have like a towel or something we can lay down so That's that I, I don't get say. it on bedding or a couch or whatever?" Because I feel like the few times that we've had girls that squirt, they're like, oh, I just don't want to make a mess everywhere. So if that's how you are, definitely embrace it. That's sexy. It's part of you. It's fun. It's hot. And yeah, if you want to ask a towel, ask your host, ask whoever you are for a towel. I'm sure they'll give you one if you don't want it to kind of go everywhere. 
But I think that personally, I like when people say that it it's they do because then you kind of know it might happen. And I just think it's kind of fun. I don't think it's necessary that you have to tell them, but I think that it is nice etiquette if you know that pretty much every time you have penetrative sex that that happens to get a towel, especially if you're going to somebody's place. Because, like I said, I think it's very hot and everything, but we have places that we've cleaned so many times and there's still like a water stain and it's Mm. not a squirt stain. It's a water stain, and I don't know how to get it off. I think somebody said OxyClean, which we do need to try that. But it's just we've tried a lot of different methods to get this one spot off of a couch that's never come off. <laughs> but I still remember it. I remember the night. It was hot, <laughs> so like, so I definitely think that it's kind of like the first question. I think that people are really accepting of everything in the lifestyle, and people are open, and that's that's part of sexuality. I think there's a lot of women squirt, like a lot of women squirt. And so I think just own it and be you. And I just think that like if you own it, you're confident about it, then it's sexy. And I want to know how to squirt. So women who do know how to squirt, please send us an email at hello at foreplay.com with instructions on how I can do it so. Because <laughs> I've looked it up. I've had lots of advice, but it's never happened to me before. We'll see. I have been squirted on. I thought it was really hot. Fucking someone, you take it out and they kind of like squirt on you. I've had that happen a couple times and... I think it's cool. I think it's sexy. Yeah, I wish that was my superpower day. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the end of all of our questions for this episode. If you had any questions that you wanted us to answer and you wanted advice from us, Bella and Jace, you can go to foreplay.com slash ask. That's number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y dot com slash ask. Or you can send us an email at hello at foreplay.com. And now let's get into Bella and Jace's weekly obsessions. All right, why don't you start us off with the obsessions for this one? My obsession has been This Is That Voice with Ariana Grande. And oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. I love Ariana Grande so much. But now I feel like I'm going to watch The Voice every season, I think, maybe, even if she's not on there. I sure hope that she's going to be on there next season too. But she really makes it. And I just love the entire show. And you really fall in love with the contestants. My favorite is Paris. He is awesome, and he is not on Team Ariana, sadly. He's on Team Legend. No, he's not even on Team Legend anymore. He was on Team Legend, and then he let him go, and now he's on Team Blake. Blake's probably going to win the whole thing. I think by the time this comes out, it'll have already ended. It but should, I, I yeah. yeah, I have a feeling that Blake's going to win because I think Wendy or Paris is going to win. And I really want Ari to win, but I just don't think it's going to happen. But she wins in my heart. There you go. <laughs> Do you want to do your thing or do you you want to do your song or do you want me to do my thing? No, you do your thing. So my obsession this week is Doja Cat. I've always loved Doja Cat, but so we went to Jingle Ball. If you guys don't know what Jingle Ball is, Kiss FM puts it on and it's they bring out several big artists and they do like 20 minute sets or 20 to 25 minute sets of their their biggest songs. And so we saw Bozzy and AJR and Tate McRae and Kid Leroy and Lil Nas X and Doja Cat closed the show. And Doja Cat, we saw Doja Cat a few years ago at Posty Fest, and she was, like, awesome. But this new Doja Cat is something else. The amount of confidence that exudes off of that woman is incredible. And there's just something about her. Like, you watch, and she just has this aura. And it's crazy. We've been talking about her the last two weeks, and Bella's the same way. We just don't understand how she changed so much because she was already so talented and then 
now just, I said, this energy that she gives off is just insane. And she was so good live and every song is so good. And I just love Doja Cat. And so that's, that's my, one of my obsessions for the week. I didn't want to steal yours after you already said it, but that is also one of my obsessions and her angelic, I feel is the word it was amazing and her stage presence it was just we we were planning on leaving early because she was the last person there just so we didn't get caught up in traffic before yeah uh, yeah no we stayed the whole time because Uh she captured every my whole soul yeah uh, (laughs) for real it was crazy my song obsession currently is message in a bottle by taylor swift there was a time where we were both so obsessed with Taylor Swift. This was back in high school or something. That was our this first was... date we ever went on yes. by ourselves was Taylor Swift. A Taylor on Swift like, concert. I don't remember what tour that was. Fearless, maybe? It was, I think it was Fearless tour, yeah. So we've been Swifties. Well, back in the day, we were big Swifties. I mean, we loved her so, so, so much. And then... I wasn't like really into her folklore album and was it Lover before that? After 1989, I think, I, I didn't love her as much. It was that whole Kanye thing and I just felt like, I don't know, it, it, I, I didn't like her that much. And then she came out with all the Taylor versions and after she performed at, was it the Grammys recently or AMAs or something? I don't know. But now I am a full-blown Swifty again and Message in a Bottle from the vault on her Taylor Taylor version red album. It's so good. So, so good. I am not on a board. You agree the Doja Cat thing, but I still am not on board with Taylor Swift. I did used to love Taylor Swift. Now I haven't jumped back on the bandwagon. I'm still watching it go by. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not me. (laughs) My my song of the week is by a girl named Drea Mack. It's called Own Brand Freestyle. It's like a TikTok trend type song, but she sounds almost like a female version of Stormzy. It's this very like South London thick British accent that I just absolutely love. I love that music anyway, and this song is just so good. It has such a good dance to it. Oh, I just I just love the song. That's my obsession for a song for this week easily. That is the end of this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And we will hit you guys with the outro. See you in the next one. Bye. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below or at our website, foreplay.com. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We give away one free game of Foreplay Plus a month to a listener who writes a review, so just screenshot your review and email it to us for a chance to win. We have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories at foreplay.com shop and courses at foreplay.com learn. We also have a Discord community and Facebook group and would love for you guys to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Foreplay Podcast and TikTok at Foreplay and at Foreplay Official. I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at Bella Free. And if you want daily updates from me, you can add me on Snapchat at HeyBellaLuna. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Bella and Jace, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. Again, all of our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!